Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for being here with me today. We are discussing the new moon in Cancer that is tomorrow, July 17th. So we're going to discuss some overall themes of this new moon, some journal prompts, some things to think about, as well as a ritual slash spell that I like to do around this time. It's perfect for the new moon, but it feels incredibly um, in line and aligned with the new moon in Cancer. So I want to offer that one up for you towards the end of this episode. So stick around if you want to dive deeper into this energy. This is kind of random, but I've been going back and forth in my head for a while, pretty much since this podcast started, of whether I should be naming this Brooke Taylor Wellness as the podcast name. And if I should think of something more witchy, more spiritual, because we talk a lot about spiritual things and spirituality. And I didn't know if wellness really was the right term for that because I think majority of people, when they hear the term wellness, they think of like fitness and diet. And I really, since the beginning of my little Brooke Taylor wellness journey, which it's been like five years now, I think maybe a little bit longer, it's been about like reframing that word and to include all different aspects of wellness. And even back when I did workplace wellness workshops at, I was an insurance agent and I used to do these quarterly workshops and I built out a whole wellness program for our um, environment, for our my coworkers and the employees of that insurance group. And I would do these quarterly workshops and one of them was all about wellness and what that meant. And in that, I even talked about spirituality and I didn't bring up witchcraft or anything like that in that workshop, but it was about like the wheel of wellness includes more than just fitness and diet. But I'm like, well, maybe I'll get more reach if I change my name and maybe I'll, you know, get more people that are interested in in the craft and into spirituality. And like, what if someone jumps on my page and they're like looking for fitness, but then they realize like the only fitness is really like my asana practice and yoga. Like I don't really talk about going to the gym or like any, you know, I'm pretty anti-diet. I, I like to, um, I would like to talk more about intuitive eating, but that's something that I practice personally. And so I just, I've been kind of toggling with this in my brain. Like, do I just kind of give in and do I just like rename this something more witchy that will like attract more people that are interested in that kind of thing which if you search you know as this podcast grows if you search like new moon things or if you're searching things like that my podcast should pop up because it's in the title of a lot of episodes but like the podcast name is Brooke Taylor Wellness so I've just been going back and forth a lot and I've come to the conclusion for now it might change it's you know, I'm a Gemini, (laughs) it can change very often, but I've come to the conclusion that I think I'm going to stick with Brooke Taylor Wellness because it's been my thing forever. And I even have a website that was brooktaylorwellness.com back in the day. All of my yoga stuff used to be Brooke Taylor Wellness. So I think I'm going to stick with it and just kind of allow myself to change within the wellness community and, um, you know, still feel like part of me almost feels like invalidated in the wellness for like being part of the wellness community because I don't work in wellness anymore as in I don't work at a wellness center and uh you know it's health to me has really been redefined over the years over and over and over again and I think I need to kind of stick with my gut on 
Like that has been the theme the entire time. And it's okay for your practice to change. It's okay for your wellness to change and your definition of that to change. And I'm just here to kind of vibe with it and just kind of roll with the punches and see what happens. And I think I'm going to stick with Brooke Taylor Wellness for now. That just was very random, a little rant for you, but something that I've been thinking about a lot because I listen to a lot of podcasts that have the word magic in them or witch in them or witchcraft or anything, you know, things that have to do with the moon cycles and stuff like that. And so I'm like, should I be naming it like wellness or is that even a part of it? And I still believe that it is part of it. And um, do I focus a lot on spiritual wellness? Yes, I truly believe that like when you practice more of being well, being spiritually whole and well within yourself, I think that gives you a lot more groundedness to be able to work on the other aspects of wellness. So anyways, that was my little tangent on the podcast name. Let me know if you have any ideas with that as well. And I really liked the idea of calling myself a wellness witch now because wellness witch is actually for like using herbs and things like that in the garden and being able to eat off of the land, which is something that I'm working towards. (laughs) If you have me on Instagram, I just harvested some oregano and sage and have been drying that out and also harvested my first little beets of the season, which were delicious. Um, and one tiny, tiny onion. (laughs) We have a ways to go, okay? But wellness, which to me just feels like a good term to use right now. Okay, enough of that. Let's get into the new moon, what you actually came to this episode for. So as the sun and the moon are on the same side of the earth, the pull on us is the strongest. Because the sun and moon and earth are all in a straight line, this creates a time when the high tide is higher and the low tide is lower than usual. This is a wonderful time to make new beginnings of all types. It is especially good for getting rid of bad habits. Habitual ways of thinking that are harmful and negative can also be abandoned at this time. It is also a great time to start something creative. New projects at work can also be launched. The first day of the new moon, which is tomorrow the 17th, is really best devoted to planning stages of the ventures. So it's a great time to feel just a little bit excited and filled with anticipation, although your energy may not be at its highest. A day or two into the cycle, so this coming week, about midweek, is the time to take the initiative to apply for that job, to start house hunting or any similar endeavors. It's also a great time to attract positive energies, bringing about change, good luck, and growth. This is why I love learning and living in accordance to the moon cycles. Because every new moon cycle, every month, you get this fresh start. You get this start of setting the tone for the newest moon cycle for this next month ahead. And last month, last moon cycle, we discussed Gemini season and we had this ability to open ourselves up to more play and more fun and more excitement and more thinking and more communication. And this cancer season, we've been discussing emotional things, emotional healing, deepening our intuition and themes along there. So this new moon in cancer is kind of drawing from that cancer season, from this cancer energy. Super excited to dive into a little bit more of the themes. Let's start out our episode as always with what is making you feel magical this season. Thank you. 
last night my family and I went on a little hike and we hiked down to this beautiful beach and it was actually sandy which is like so rare for Washington but we all jumped in the sound together and that was the first time that Maisie and our dog Puddles got to swim in the sound so it was so fun and we were just full of salt and sand and dirt as we hiked back to our car but we got home and rinsed off and then later last night we went to a fun little local fair that's going on right now and watched people do rides and games and we ate some fair food and just walked around and I always forget how chaotic fairs are and how stimulating they are. It's just so loud no matter how small or big they are but it was really fun to just enjoy that time together and that was definitely my magical moment. The sign of cancer is the mother archetype. So you can think of nurturing, giving, protecting, creating safety and security within their family and their loved ones. This is a time of emotional healing, of deepening intuition, strengthening relationships, and creating and maintaining safety and a loving space. You know that saying of like, you are the five people that you hang around or that you spend most of your time with, that is a wonderful thing to think about with this new moon in Cancer. This is a great time to ask yourself what family means to you and what what themes are coming up for you around your family and around your relationships. So your family could be like your children and your spouse if you have that. If you don't have that, it could be your family of friends. It could be your extended family, right? We have these different communities within our lives that we can think about and we can ask ourselves how we can foster harmony and more healthy connections with those loved ones and with our families. This is a good time to ask yourself what a safe and loving space looks like for you, but it also is a great time to ask those members of your family, whichever ones you're talking about, those members of your community, what that looks like for them and how you can show up for them in a more loving and safe way. Because we have this nurturing motherly energy, we all have that that feminine energy within us. We all have that giver energy within us, no matter what your gender is. And we have this ability and, you know, it's really a very important ability to create safe space for others. And so relationships might have been put under a spotlight recently with cancer season, and it might be even more heightened with this new moon in cancer. And when we start to talk about moon cycles, again, I feel like I say this a lot, but it's important to say that there's nothing daunting about this. There's nothing scary about this. There's nothing to fear when it comes to these moon cycles. It really is just paying attention to the themes in your life. And so this might be affecting you. It might not. We have other themes going on too that doesn't have to do with relationships. We have a lot of emotional healing going on. So this might be a time of internal healing for you. This might not be a time of relationship healing. This might be a time of really digging deep into your emotions and being honest with yourself and deepening your intuition, connecting to source a little bit more or in a different way. And you might be called or just feel the nudge to to deepen that connection with spirit or the universe or whatever you want to call it. This is a wonderful time to do that. So even if relationships isn't on the spotlight for you, it might be a time for emotional healing. It might be a time for creating that safe and loving space within just yourself. These are just some common themes that 
come up yearly during cancer season and especially are heightened during the new moon. I just want to reiterate that. I know I talk about that a lot, but there's really nothing to fear when it comes to moon cycles. And I know that when you read things online, it can be very fear driven. And that's not that's not where this is coming from. And I really believe that that is not the right way to go about learning about these things. And you know, I can only speak from my experience, but there is a lot of fear that is based in religions. And the religions that I was part of in the past were very, very fear and guilt and shame based. And so we can kind of bring that into astrology sometimes. And astrology is really just using the planetary system, the stars and the planets to highlight different aspects of our life cycles and using the cycles of nature, using the cycles of the moon and the sun and the other planets to help us with our cycles in life and give us some reassurance. So it's really kind of the opposite of fear for me. It's really a a chance for me to feel connected to what where we're living and what we're doing here on this planet and it helps me feel acknowledged in my feelings and my emotions so my hope with learning about the moon cycles and just learning about astrology or really spirituality in general is just to help yourself feel seen help yourself feel acknowledged and know that other people are going through these cycles and that you might be going through as well they might be going through it in different ways but these themes are very very much coming up for many many if not all of us. So, <laughs> so let's go over some, just a couple uh, journal prompts, and then we're going to get into a beautiful ritual that you can do for this new moon in Cancer. So the first one we kind of just dis- discussed already, but this journal prompt is, how can you foster harmony and healthy connections with loved ones slash family? How can you foster security and safety within your family and also within your home? The other question I have for you is what helps you connect with your emotions? Another way to put this that's a little less lofty is what self-care practices can help you with your emotional well-being, with your emotional wholeness? So for me, some examples are spending time alone because when I'm with other people, I'm very affected by their energy, by their words, by their emotions and things like that. I'm very sensitive to that. And so separating myself and having time to myself, specifically just in nature or in somewhere in an environment that's quiet to where I'm not affected by anything else, that helps me so much with connecting with my emotions and with my emotional health. And then another thing is journaling. As you guys know, I'm an avid activist for journaling. I feel like it's just such a sacred practice. It forces you to put your emotions and those feelings that you're having within yourself to paper. It forces you to put them into words, which I think is so beautiful and so important. And then another thing is yoga. Practicing yoga and learning more about yogic philosophy can just help me feel a lot more connected. It helps me come home to myself. And it also gives me a chance to be very, very honest with where I'm at in my life. All right, so we are going to get into our new moon ritual. If you are down to do this ritual with us, then you will need a candle or some incense. This ritual calls for sandalwood, but if you don't have it, just use whatever you have around you, right? Make your magic work for you. So that could be a a scented candle if you want. That can be any incense that helps you feel calm and grounded. 
This is an inspiration ritual. So um, also make sure that you have a lighter or matches with you to light the incense or the candle. But surround your space with anything that helps you feel inspired. That can be flowers, that can be crystals, that can be whatever little trinkets you want to surround your space with that helps you feel into that creative energy and tap into it a little bit easier and also anything that helps you feel grounded sometimes for me that's like a blanket or socks on or that's um clearing my space and you know finding some crystals and things like that around the house that just bring me that grounded energy maybe a cup of tea if you would like or something like that so i will give you some time to kind of Find those little objects and create your little sacred space before we begin our ritual. Pause this episode and come back when you have your space set up. This ritual comes from a company called Smells Like Spells. They make natural incense and candles, and each of their products have spells attached to them. So this is the inspiration spell, and we are working with sandalwood today. If you have sandalwood, make sure to use that, and if you don't, just bring anything in, any incense or candles that help you feel grounded. Sandalwood has been used in Eastern cultures as a aroma that is particularly attractive to various deities and sandalwood incense is often used during meditation and used to build temples and sculptures of gods and prophets it also just helps harmonize and calm the body it helps reduce stress and inner turmoil and it's a great mood booster as well so before we practice any ritual or the first step to any ritual in my opinion is drawing our energy back to ourselves And we exert our energy and our attention to all different things and people throughout the day. So this is a great time to really draw that energy and ask that our energy gets returned back to us. So as you inhale, bring your arms out to a T if you're able. And then as you exhale, imagine all of your energy being drawn back into your heart center. Give yourself a hug, wrap your arms around you. Maybe tuck your chin in towards your chest to get a little neck stretch in there. On your next inhale, reach your arms out again. Ask that that energy gets drawn back to you and then flip arms so the other one is on top. Give yourself a hug, tuck your chin in. You can do this as many times as you want to really feel grounded, kind of feel emotionally and energetically whole again. Once you've done that a few times, you can rub your palms together, create that vibration within your palms that energy separate them just a couple inches and feel that buzzing within you and then place those hands on your heart and close your eyes here if you're able you can pause this episode and do any other grounding exercises you need to before we start on our ritual Make sure that you either have a door or a window open in your place that you are doing this ritual as we are burning incense or a candle. You really want to make sure that not only for fire safety, but that the windows are open so that any negative energy that we're trying to release has a place to go so that it doesn't just get stuffed in your home, that it can actually be released through the air, through the wind, and out of your window, out of your home. (laughs) The main rule of magic is that the more exact our goals are, the faster and more precise their fulfillment will be. We live the way we think. 
several minutes daily for confronting your inner self, for tidying and sorting your thoughts out in shelves may have a miraculous effect on attempts to attract certain events and pursuit for harmony with the surrounding world. Proper self-guidance and frame of mind may result in turning one's life in slightly different directions or even attracting desired changes of everyday life. Devote at least a half an hour to this simple ritual. Calm down, concentrate yourself on your wishes, your goals, and your aspirations. This is perfect to do for the new moon because this is a wonderful time for manifestation. So we're going to hold our incense stick or our candle in our left hand. And as we light it either with a match or a lighter... We're going to concentrate and ask for this incense or candle fumes to give us strength to achieve change in life and to open a path for a new, brighter, and cleaner stage of life. Ask air and wind to disperse all of the negative energy that is present in you, around you, and in your home. Ask for destruction of everything that is negative, redundant, and undesirable in your life of negative thoughts that affect you, of ill wishes, and of envy. Now with your right hand above the rising fumes, repeat the following affirmation. When I light this flame, I meditate and listen to the whisper of my ancestors' wisdom and legacy. A tiny spark can light a huge flame. I meditate and while contemplating, I search for enlightenment. I search for creative inspiration. A single spark of intuition lights the fire of understanding. I thank for the fullness in life and I greet harmony, prosperity, and love. I thank for the fullness in life and greet harmony, prosperity, and love. We can put our candle or our incense down in front of us in order to open the path for your improvement, creativity, success, career, and the successful realization of your projects and ideas. And to overcome obstacles, you have to plan a program for the development of your personality and removal of obstacles, right? It's very similar when we do our manifestation practice. This is a manifestation practice. And with our manifestation, we not only have to think up of what goals we want to accomplish, but we need to be open and be willing to do that work to get us there and to ask spirit for guidance through that. So that's what this ritual is all about. So we're going to start to plan a little program for the development of whatever goals you have. So we're going to start by writing out our feelings. And you can just write feelings on your piece of paper. Take the next few moments, pause this episode, and just write out any feelings that you have that are coming up for you. And any emotions, any words, you can just kind of write it out like a brain dump on your piece of paper. You don't have to write why you have these feelings or these emotions, but you just want to write them out and get them out on your piece of paper. Once you have your feelings down, our next step is acceptance. Ask yourself what frightens you, what makes you sad, what makes you feel vulnerable. And then on the other hand, we want to ask what gives you joy? What brings you peace? What brings you inspiration? 
Our next step is the biggest one, which is goals. We want to imagine the goals that we have and set simple, well-planned goals. It is great to have these big lofty goals as well, but we need to break them down into action steps and things that we can actually do on a daily basis to bring us to those big lofty goals. It's all about the baby steps. It's all about the journey. So really go deep with this. Ask yourself how you can really ingrain this into your daily schedule of achieving those goals. We're going to end this ritual with a smile on our faces. We've asked ourselves what we want to manifest. We've asked ourselves how we're going to get there through actionable goals. And now we want to ask ourselves why. What joy, what fulfillment, what beauty comes from fulfilling these goals? By answering these questions and analyzing your both successful and unsuccessful past behavior, you'll be able to understand yourself better, sweep away your spiritual quote-unquote garbage, and welcome new feelings, thoughts, and solutions to your problems. Such meditation will enable you to discover light in your body and to produce a wonderful smile through which you will be, be able to emanate this light. This affirmation helps you feel love for yourself, while at the same time, it is a wonderful way to let the steam off, to relieve stress and anger, to find the answers you seek, and to embrace creativity. Concentrate and visualize yourself bathing in the light of your achievements. You are worthy of all of your achievements and all that you seek. And by doing this, by accomplishing these goals, you are raising the vibration within yourself, which inevitably raises the vibration of the planet, of the collective. So you are not only doing your self-service, but you are in service of others and of the planet at large. When you are ready, write out, so mote it be, for an even number of times. And when you feel called to end your ritual, blow out your candle or let your incense burn in a different area in your home. This can be near a window or in a family area, maybe the dining room or somewhere like that. I hope you really enjoyed this ritual and feel free to dive deeper with this. So get into those questions again and really dive deeper and write out more on what these desires are that you have. Allow this powerful energy of the new moon in Cancer to be a fresh start on your goals to set the tone for the new moon phase and new month ahead. Thank you so much for allowing me to exchange energy with you and for the ritual and overall conversation of this new moon in Cancer. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Please rate and review this podcast if you feel called to, and I will see you very soon.